Hello, and welcome to our first ever clip podcasty thing. Seriously misheard you there. From. <laughs> I was like, this Taylor. is going to be a porn. He's fucking uh, it up. Sorry. Sciencey things featuring K Rock and G Force. So, G Force has many degrees, is a doctor of physical therapy. The rapey. Physical therapy. This went downhill real fast. Yeah, you ruined it. It says potatoes. Keep introducing me. I'm liking this stuff. That's it. I got more than that going for me. He works at this place. He does his thing. Come on, man. He's got a lot of awards. Goes and travels and does things. I have a more diverse background than just physical therapy. You said you got a ton of degrees. Oh, okay. We're going to keep everybody in... It's a secret. Okay. He works at this place. And then that way they won't know if I'm qualified to talk about a topic or not. I work at another place that's a competitor with his place. It's true. I have some degrees. I do some things with science. <laughs> so today we are going to bitch about smart cars based off of the new issue, I guess you would say. With GM. So what are you going to bitch about today, baby? <laughs> so, today on the drive home I was listening to NPR, right? And they were talking about the GM closing the factories. And they closed their factories to focus on smart car production. Alright. You know, one of the cars that they discontinued. Because <laughs> they couldn't sell them to Americans, so they're going to... So. Focus on selling them to other countries. So this green smart car, electronic car professional came on. And he was saying, well, we know why Americans aren't buying smart cars. I'm like, please, please inform me while I drive my sports car down the road. Why Americans (laughs) don't drive smart cars? And he's like, oh, they're too expensive. I'm like, no, we don't drive smart cars because they're ugly as fuck. (laughs) Smart cars don't go fast. Mm -hmm. Smart cars aren't pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. And they cost the same as a sports car. Right. As an individual who has been raised on lifted trucks and V8s and cars that go fast. If I can pick up a smart car and crush it on my forehead like a beer can. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Every time I saw that little smart car, you know, the two-seater when I was in my truck when I was in high school, I just wanted to run it over. So the people that don't know, in high school, I had a lifted Chevy Silverado with a 327 with 33-inch tires, and it was beautiful, and it ran over stuff, and it went fast. So whenever I would see these people in these little two-seater fucking whatever they are, I just wanted to smash it. It's hard to imagine getting a date with somebody in a smart car. Like some girl coming up and say, take me for take me for a ride in your smart like car. Like Daria? I don't think that My dad happen. went to buy a truck and instead came home with it. What was it, a Leaf? With a Leaf. Look at this gay little car. Dude, you can't <laughs> say that. Well, that's what he said. It's true. The only attractive smart car out right now is the Tesla. Teslas are sexy. They are sexy. I've been Except in a Tesla. Except you can't afford them. I've been in a Tesla. They are beautiful. They're fast, but... Whoever can afford a Tesla probably does not have our student loan debt. But I've been raised to buy whatever car you like. 
and then just pay the gas. Mm-hmm. That is why I got rid of my little blazer and got a Chrysler 300 so I could go fast. And that is why you got rid of your cruise and got a Dodge Charger to go fast. That's true. Nobody wants to go slow. <clears throat> and we'll just suck it up and pay for the gas. I do enjoy my fossil fuel. But I would gladly have a Tesla. You know, I'm not married to exhaust, so I'd be mm-hmm. happy to have a Tesla. But who can afford one? Well. They're supposed to be making an affordable Tesla, but... It's probably going to be ugly, like, like I don't a think, cobalt. I think the price point is going to be higher than they originally anticipated. It's our first podcast, and you're going to get us banned because you were inappropriate. It's not my fault. No, they make these stupid ugly little cars. And then they say, if you don't buy one of these ugly fucking Priuses or one of these half-electric cars, you don't care about the environment. My God, you're experiencing road rage over dinner. Only you. I want to be able to run over shit. I want to be able to go fast. And that guy just doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Maybe they ask real people. The real middle class individuals that actually recycle and reuse things. Why they don't buy smart cars. It's not going to be the price. It's going to be the fact that they're ugly as fuck. Hmm. I am reminded of the oddest rolling contradiction I've witnessed, which was actually here in town. We've got a population of 6,000 people. We're in rural West Virginia. And there is a smart car with a Confederate flag license plate. And that just kind of blew my mind. Because I didn't know if the person was intending to be ironic. (laughs) uh, If they intended to be oxymoronic or something. But, uh, you know, it was what it was. Don't associate those two things to go with one another. (laughs) No. If Dodge could make a Challenger Ooh. with a Hemi that was electric, yeah, I'm sure you would buy it. And I would probably buy it. Well, even the Charger, it's got a name that sounds like it should be battery powered, but right? But you already have a Charger. Well, I know. Hmm. I wouldn't rebuy the same car. No. I do like the Challengers. I mean, that was the reason we hated my Captiva. Was a four cylinder, itty bitty engine. Couldn't even put a lift kit on it. You had to put a new engine in it. It was an SUV that got hung up in a parking lot. It was supposed to be gas efficient. It was very unfortunate. They had such a small engine, and since we live in the hills, you go uphill both directions all the time. And you get terrible gas mileage. You get all the stuck. Time. It's like it's like having a boat. You swim across the water. Hi, Mary Frances. Since we're on a budget, I'm thinking, what if we just went and test drove Challengers every weekend? Then it would be kind of like having one. And you could actually be harder on it than your own (laughs) car because you could run the hell out of it and have no consequences. My dad used to do that. He would go rent, they would go like look at cars and test drive them and then go out on like a date. (laughs) So people used to do that. That's why you get that weaselly car salesman to ride in the back seat with you. Oh. 
So other than the Tesla, you've done research on this. How fast can these smart cars go? Like, what's their zero to sixty? I have. Can they go sixty? <laughs> <laughs> Those little two seaters yeah, probably can barely go seventy. I don't. I really don't know much about their performance characteristics. It's like your Volkswagen, that Volkswagen bug we saw. It said zero to sixty eventually. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and you and I are both Earth-conscious people, right? Like, we don't want to rake the Earth. We don't, you know, we're not here to plunder the environment or whatever. But um, at some point, you would like your vehicle, maybe this has just been inculcated in us, right? But you would like your vehicle to have some sort of sex appeal and, and, and be fun. I don't think it's too much to ask. You mean if you pulled up to take me out on a date in like a bolt or a leaf? Yeah, how would that have gone? Yeah, it wouldn't have gone. Yeah. I would have just ran your car over. <laughs> Instead, you had that little cruise that I thought was a frat boy's car. It was the best I could do at the time. I pull up in my, my 06. <laughs> Super Sport Monte Carlo. My Monte Carlo Super Sport. That's beautiful. And blue. Up, I parked beside this frat boy's car. I'm like, this is a kid's car. They shouldn't be parking in the employee parking lot. Mm. <laughs> young at heart. Or young in my bank account. I also have the bank account of a 16-year-old rich boy. <laughs> Just kidding. Theirs is better than mine. That's the running joke on campus is... How do you know when school's back in session? Because all the nice cars are back on campus. <laughs> Students have better rides than the faculty. But it's true! Can I tell you about the craziest thing I've ever seen on the road? Hmm. This is back when I lived in Oregon. <clears throat> there was a car in the distance on the interstate. This little gray, sedan-y, foreign-looking thing. But... There was something on it, and I just couldn't tell what it was. It, the, there was something that really made the, the roof thick and uneven, and I thought maybe thick. at first that thick. I thought with three C's. I thought that maybe there was um, you know, a stack of luggage or something on this person's roof. And as I kept creeping up on them, because they weren't going terribly fast, I kept creeping up on them, and the closer I got, the more confused I was because I really couldn't understand what I was looking at. So finally I fall in line behind this car, and the car is covered in statuary. And evidently, that I didn't know that that's a thing, but you can mod your car and yeah. cover it with statues. There was a car when I went to school in Athens that had like McDonald's plastic all over it. It's on peopleofwalmart.com. They covered their car in <laughs> McDonald's toys? Uh -huh. Oh, good God. Well, okay. So I pull up and I see like there's faces coming out of the side of the car. And down the rear windshield, there was like a, I don't know, it was a volcano maybe. It's a demon. But it had, uh, there was a waterfall coming down over the rear windshield. And then I got real curious because I'm like, oh my God, who drives a car like this? This is bizarre. It was like a rolling island. I could see you doing that. Maybe. So I pull out and I pull up alongside the sea. And lo and behold, there's a fucking clown driving the car. Okay, and he's wearing a puppet on his hand that is in his likeness. What does he look like? 
like a scary clown. Like, do you have a white face? Yeah, yeah. Well, he has a name. His name's Extrema the Clown. I later found this out. He ran for mayor. <laughs> he didn't win, but he ran for mayor. But I'm looking, and the clown is having a conversation with his hand puppet. And it's just the two of them in the car. And, and he's throwing his head back in mad laughter, and the puppet's chattering, and he's talking to the puppet. And I'm just like, I remember my kid was in the back seat, and Alex goes, Dad, this has changed my life forever. I'm like, yeah, I understand, son. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. So yeah, later later found out that his name was Extremo the Clown. He was an artist. He you know was a, 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 a aspiring politician. A schizophrenic. Probably insane. Probably eats children. Um, like, but anyway, that was my introduction to this whole car statuary modification stuff. Ah, muscle cars. I think it's interesting that Dodge is doing very well, and they brought out a bunch of muscle cars compared to Chevy. Which brought out the Camaro, but they made the Camaro look like a knockoff of a Corvette and a Nissan or like a yeah. GT together. The most recent ones? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not necessarily behind those. I like the ones that looked more retro. Yeah, I like the thicker ones. Yeah, now they don't look as American. They look like they're more European or Asian. Probably more Asian influenced than anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I had preferred the classic kind of muscle car look. It's interesting that they call them muscle cars. I mean, I understand why they call them muscle cars, but can you imagine if they just, I don't know, named them after some other body tissue? Like, I don't know. Prostate cars. Prostate car. you know, the prostate's <laughs> very, uh, you know, very important in um, creating progeny. It's kind of a sexist and... car. Is it? Really? I thought it'd be sexy. You should call it the endocrine car. The endocrine? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Endocrine cars, half off. <laughs> the integumentary car. Come save a gland on this model. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So muscle car it is, yeah. But well, given that I specialize in muscle, I... It's a skeletal car. You know, no. Then, yeah, it just no. sounds empty and dead inside. Mm. That'd be appropriate for you. <laughs> but on bumch. Roll everybody, very Appalachian. Is it? I don't know. I just said that. <laughs> I never had it until I moved up here. Well, there you go. Well, Pinterest told Welcome me to Welcome to make Appalachia. It. Appalachians are on Pinterest. Don't stereotype us. Some of us have internet and stuff. Huh. Wood, you know, wood-burning computers. What? You know, kind of primitive. My computer works with my shotgun. Yeah. Raccoon-powered internet. We've got, we're sophisticated. You come from a monster truck family, and you're up here throwing <laughs> barbs at me because I'm more Appalachian than you, I think. What's the boundaries for Appalachia, anyway? Like, where is, what is considered, when are you out Starts of Appalachia? Starts in New York and goes all the way down to, like, the top of Alabama. Yeah, but how far west does it go? Because you're an Ohioan. Um, I think a little bit of Ohio's in it. Okay. Like, New, wait, I used to know, Pennsylvania... West Virginia were the states that were almost all in, I believe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I believe. That class was a long time ago. I'm all in, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm more Appalachian than you. Probably. I did live overseas. Um, I don't know. You lived in Portland. I did. Maine. No. <laughs> <clears throat> the cool Portland. <laughs> Before it was cool. You were in Portland before it was cool. I was. I was in Portland to help make it weird. In the 90s. 
No. Uh, well, al- <laughs> almost. Almost. In the knots. The what? N-A-U-G-H-T's. In the knots. In the zeros. So I was there from 01 to 07. When I was in middle school and high school. Good times. Uh, I was just waiting on you. That's all. It's not warm enough there for me. I'm sorry. Now in Portland... They had, you know, you get a lot of green anarchists out there, and they are not fans of gas-guzzling automobiles, you know. There was a, a period where people were parking their Hummers, you know, I in downtown, Hummers. and you had to do it at your own risk because people would take a long-ass screwdriver and gouge your radiator. See, I'm the type of person that would have a camera in my car. I'd see that, and I'd run them over with my Hummer. <laughs> but first you'd have to urinate in your radiator to refill it. Pour some water. But I always thought, how environmentally conscious are you if you're stabbing people's radiators? How that fucking was a stupid are you but then you're letting to destroy a $100,000 car that you're going to be responsible ethylene for? Ethylene glycol out all over the roads. So now you're polluting the road with antifreeze. I just always thought that was very stupid. short-sighted. Yeah, that wasn't the best way to, you know. Probably not the, I mean, why not put a fire or something under That's the That's stupid, wiper? too. That just pissed me off. Because they killed a tree. Why Perhaps they don't... could send you an email. A very yes. scathing email. No. Don't be a fucking <laughs> cunt. You need to give the data and then let the individual make a decision. Mm-hmm. Stop forcing your fucking opinions on other people. That's like... Let's see. What's the best thing? Like the Bible beaters. You know, you could be sitting on your porch on a Sunday and you have some Jesus lady drop by and throw eggs out her window. You didn't go to church today! Yeah, That's yeah. about the equivalent to me. Yeah, I gotcha. I wasn't sure how many different audiences you were trying to alienate today. So. You're off to a good start. I try. You're trying to, get, trying to hit everybody. I, I know. My goal is to just offend everyone and drive my fucking pink Hummer that I should have bought. Yeah. That was a neat car. They're so cool. But they're really cheap on the inside. That's the plastic. Problem. That's the problem. Reliability, I don't think, but is ever great. in the apocalypse... In the apocalypse, you need a car that runs. Yeah. And they don't have a great repair history. You can't be breaking down every But wouldn't you rather have a truck or something that could run over something? Probably, yeah. You can siphon gasoline. You want to run over some zombies. Exactly. Oh, we could do a podcast on zombies. Probably. I got lots to say about zombies. Yeah. I have lots to say about the excitement of the apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, I feel some podcasts coming on. Yeah. But then you have your hipsters in Portland stabbing radiators and then getting eaten because they don't pay attention to their surroundings. Because they're the type of people that would be up their phones butt and not paying attention to anything. That's possible. It used to be the case. It was really renowned. It was renowned for people just walking up and down the street reading books and stuff. It was a very uh, literate town and people would read books on the train and... You know, the world's biggest bookstore, or North America's biggest bookstore anyway, Powell's Books was located there. But I have to think, in this day and age, that's a lot of that's been replaced by you know, reading your phone, I would just have to say. They're probably not reading it, playing internet games. Well, that's entirely possible. They might be illiterate by now. I, mean, I haven't lived there in a while, so, you know, probably need to go back and check on it, make sure that they're still literate. I say we <clears throat> skip that and go to Japan. I would mm-hmm. like to move back to Japan. I don't know how many Hummers there are in Japan. I saw some. Did you really? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. You don't have to drive. It's very nice. That's a... You know, Japan's a place where if there was a zombie outbreak, I have to think that the zombies would be very polite and very proper. They would probably bow before they tried to eat you. I don't give know. you a chance to get away. Did you see that clip of Resident Evil? 
But then the simulated outbreak in, um, where was it, Shibuya in Japan? No. Oh. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's vaguely familiar. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. All those people trying to eat you. Oh, it's high density, huh? Mm. But, There's rural didn't you Japan. Ju- did you just speak Japan to me? Japanese Japan. <laughs> did you just speak Japanese? I think you did. I said something, and instead of saying yes, you went, mm. Sociolinguistics. Wow. Mm. Because isn't that mm. Japanese? Yeah. Mm. 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 For, that's yes. Yes. Whereas no is... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to come over real clear on a podcast. If you hum, it means yes and no. Mm. I think I know mm. that tune. <laughs> Country roads, take me home. So, in Japan, Japanese, I'm just thinking, but in Japan, it's also the culture where people tend to belch, right? It's a compliment, you know, after a meal, if people belch. This I is what I've never heard. experienced you that. You never, because I was just imagining somebody eating People my, would slurp their food. Right. Like, oh, so, God, it drove me insane. But, yeah. So, a Japanese zombie would slurp my brain, and there's a good chance that they might belch to approve if it was I've really never, tasty. never anywhere did okay. I ever hear anyone. Well, maybe that's before. just a, a misconception the Americans have. But before we talk, we were going to talk about cars. Mm-hmm. And transportation. <clears throat> so we had electric trains in Portland. And I thought that was very progressive. Um, should, again, well, I think we know why trolleys disappeared, huh? Because mm. we used to have trolleys in this region, mm-hmm. but the auto industry, right? We bought them out and brought in the buses. Yeah, let's do away with that electricity and we'll have all these, you know, fossil fuel burning in- automobiles. In- Sufficient fuel using smaller, louder automobiles. Mm. Um, and we dro- Electric trains, trolleys. Oh, yeah, so it was cute because in Portland they also named their transportation. So Train and trolley. Uh, it, was, it was the MAX train, and MAX was an acronym for something. You had the MAX train, and then you had Molly the trolley. Bali. Molly. 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 Mo- not Molly. Not Molly. That girl's covered in moles. No, it was Molly the Molly. trolley. Molly. Yeah, she serviced. Molly. She serviced the downtown square. That sounded inappropriate, yeah, it didn't sound it? Sounded like a whore. I know. And then Max, he did out into the burbs and stuff like that. But I thought it was cute that they named their transportation. Do they decorate them for Christmas with those antlers in the nose? Oh, that would have been really like funny. People do to their cars. Not that I can remember. You ever do this to your car? No. I've put a... Mm, wait a minute. Mm, maybe I've put like a wreath on my grill or something. Uh, no, you hate that? You hate, hate that. that. No. Oh, we I could have just, a debate about that. Oh, God. I hate stuff like that. I think it I looks know. so tacky. Well, some would say, look at our house. Our house is tacky. We live in like a gingerbread house. Your house it's is gothic. Hot pink and all kinds of. Christmas you don't see any putting antlers on, the on house. my windows <laughs> of my car. No, I don't. I put antlers on your dog though. Totally. totally. You don't see me putting a red nose on my grill, scratching that up. No way. Hmm. It's. Hey, I just think it looks so. So tacky. I don't, you know, there's all kinds of modes of dress, uh, transportation you can dress up, like, you know, um, your llama, you know, like we had mom. llama, llama, not my mom, no, llamas, not mamas, llamas, but I remember in Portland, in, in some of the parades, they had either an alpaca, a group of alpacas or llamas, but they would come out for 
the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and they'd be wearing their antlers and little red noses, and they'd be dressed like reindeer. It was pretty funny, because, you know, they're just kind of a goofy animal. They spit on anyone? Um, not that I saw. <laughs> I did, but, you know, that's just the, that's the West Virginian in me. Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah, mm. sorry. But, uh... Tasty. Hmm. You know, bicycling, though, was so much more popular there. And uh, there were so many cool bikes. I saw bikes that were hand-powered and foot-powered. I saw one bike that was... Were there was... a lot of hills there? Uh, not, uh, mild mild hills in the downtown. Now, if you got outside of town, then yeah, it got more so hilly. biking is... Dormant volcanoes. But, pretty... but biking was really common. It was nothing for people to bike 20 miles to work. A lot of people would bike to work. And I'm talking like 15, 20 miles, all before you get this to work. This is in the 80s. And I'm like, oh, hell no. 1800s, love. Um, and they'd walk into their office wearing their little duck feet. They'd have their little plastic shoes that clipped into their pedals. I mean, these are serious people, you know. But uh, many people had recumbent bikes, bikes with windshields, bike with, bikes with roofs. One of my patients made um, handmade wooden fenders out of exotic woods for your... So how many people bikes? get hit by cars? People get killed every once in a while, but they do have their own bike lanes. And people have a better awareness that, hey, there's a lot of cyclists. They've got their own lane. You need to watch out for cyclists. Like so here? Here, <laughs> you take your life into your own hands. I and mean, we had an unfortunate scenario you know, at the college where I teach where we had a freshman that lived here literally one week and got killed um, while he was out bicycling because... People just don't expect that they're inattentive, and I think that person was also under the influence. Which hey, we got a lot of a lot of drunk drivers and opiate uh, uh, opiate influence drivers and things like that in the area. So yeah, you take your life in your own hands if you want to. I mean, it's kind of like running too. When I'm out jogging or whatever, I always feel uh, endangered because you know the instinct here a lot of times is if you see something crossing the road, you're like hit it, and then you're going to take it home and cook it. And I always think people would think I might make really good eating or something. Yeah. Might mistake me for, you know, a They buck. don't yield to people at stop signs. Or might think I'm a big buck or a possum or something. Right. Says, That's true. Yield to pedestrians. They just fly past. They hit it. They hit the sign. Well, it's like the four-way stop that's close to our house where 50% of the time people screw that up. It's like you guys don't understand decorum when it comes to a four-way stop. Whoever gets there first gets to go first. And That whole stopping thing is a big problem, That's, too. uh... Well, yeah, sometimes they just don't stop at all. I've seen that a bunch. Mm. I remember in Huntington, when they first installed the bike lanes, I watched a guy ahead of me. He was bicycling in his bike lane, and then there was a car in front of me. They just started to get over... While he was bicycling oh. in the bicycling, kept getting over, he kicked their car. Oh, wow. And then they continued to get over and park. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. They're like, wow. Now, I will say, I will say this. Dr um, drivers in Portland were very, very courteous. Uh, passengers, too. And I'll, I'll tell you how I know. Being out there and being, you know, lost, being from a small area and then going out to a bigger city, I was frequently in the wrong lane and in the wrong place and learning my way around. And you know what? In the time that I lived there, in six or seven years, no one ever honked at me in any kind of a hostile wow. manner. Wow. Never, ever. Not even once. And yeah, I would do, and I would do stupid things. Now, of course, I had, you know, West Virginia tags or maybe I had Nebraska tags. I can't remember what. But I had out-of-state plates there for a while, so maybe that bought me some, um, some forgiveness. But I always thought that was really nice that people never honked at me. 
people were really courteous. And in fact, I used to ride the bus to work. I took the bus to the train and rode the train in. But people would always thank the bus driver as they deboarded. And I just thought that was really cool. Every single person would thank the bus driver just for getting them there safely. And I just thought that was really, yeah, it was different. It was friendly. Um, and uh, here, I think even road rage is, ironically, even though we have small populations in our state, I think people are just... Generally speaking, less patient on the roads and more obnoxious. There are wrecks every single day when there I drive are, to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are just, I don't know, pedal to the metal and belch their diesel gas fumes into the air. Have you seen the new fad for the diesel trucks? Is it testicles? No, no. Trucks with testicles. That no, is the damn dumbest thing I've ever seen. They're exhaust with this giant freaking stack thing no it's it's the muffler right you have the exhaust that comes yeah, out at the bottom right. they just put a giant one it's like two feet round it's it's huge and it just hangs down it's their muffler yeah it's like a, almost like a beer keg under your truck yeah wow maybe they're actually using a beer keg no they're open but yeah it kind of looks like a muffler Rooks, hook it up i saw two in one day on huh. different trucks I don't know what that's all I've about. I've never seen it before. Did they sound cool? No. Oh, I don't they know. They sound the same. That's But trust. it was huge. It was like two feet round and one, and the other one was like a foot. It wasn't as big. But it was gigantic. I'm like, that's you could shove a baby in there. You know what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, your mom. No, it's, hmm. Well, what would take those trucks from average to fabulous? Or look Testicles. Good. No, they need <laughs> truck testicles. Can you believe there were two companies producing truck testicles and then one sued the other over like who the originator of truck testes was? I mean, good My God. testes are from a cold environment, so they're <laughs> higher and closer to the truck. Uh, <laughs> Yours must uh, be from the warm environment. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I would name mine Spermiogenesis. Wow. But that's <laughs> so biased because why can't you buy ovaries for your truck, right? Why test it? Why do we have to be gender biased? Why can't, you know, chicks drive trucks too. Yeah. You know, or you could have a hermaphrodite truck. I mean, I think we should keep our options open. Eyelashes and testes. Oh, that'd thoroughly rock everybody's world. Wouldn't it? Absolutely. Actually, it'd probably get your truck keyed here. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe so. That'd be pretty cool, though. It'd be kind Just of Just not reindeer antlers and a snout. Yeah, wait a minute. You are saying it's okay to have eyelashes on your vehicle, but not antlers. I'm also, hmm. I'm not not saying that it's not okay. Uh, Just like the testes are not, 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 not okay. Not, not, like it's not double negatives. Really? I'm trying to follow along. Every time I see them on a truck, I just like kick them. <laughs> what? When you see what? Testes on a truck. You want to kick the te- You want to kick the truck in the balls? Yeah. That's actually kind of funny. Gotta do what you gotta do. You know what would be really funny is to carry around a can of blue spray paint so when you ever see them you can just go spray paint them blue. It would have to be the peel of Sorry spray about paint. your luck. Because we're not cunts. That's true. Sorry about your luck. Your truck's got blue balls. You said to peel it off, take care of it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you rub them a little oh, bit it'll take care of it. Give your that truck problem. a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. How about that? I remember watching on one of the strange addiction shows this guy that was dating his car. Addiction? Strange addiction. Oh, addiction. I thought you meant way of speaking. Diction. That's what right? Addiction. Right, right okay. Dictating. Okay, yeah. Yes. Addiction. So, he was dating his A-diction. car. Yeah. And he would get up under his car and have sex with his car. 
Oh, I don't even know how to respond to this. You would like, get in the car and like kiss the hand, like kiss the steering wheel, and, like, mm-hmm. rub the car. Wow, I, wow, yeah. <coughs> huh. Yeah. How about that? Is it only me and a rim job? Choo! <laughs> 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 Wow, Jiffy Lube. Yeah. <laughs> Come touch my grease monkey. I don't know. Now I'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I went to hell in a hurry, didn't I? wonder how long um, it'll take us to get banned. Um, probably exactly 20 minutes and 52 seconds. <laughs> supposed to talk about science. Well, we but. were getting to environmentally friendly cars and things like that. If you have more than one Chevy Leaf, do you have a tree? That's a tree. <laughs> I was just wondering. Does it change colors in the fall? That'd be pretty oh, awesome, actually. Cool. That would be. There is electromagnetic paint, right? You can you can change the colors of some cars. They've experimented with that. You like this idea, don't you? That would be really funny. My leaf my, is so pretty in the fall. My leaf is a pumpkin spice color. Now oh, for that's autumn. Right. That's right. Then in the winter it. Just falls apart. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> it's kind of what I do in the winter. Yeah. Huh, how about that? We managed to talk 22 minutes almost about almost nothing. <laughs> That's on top of the eight or nine minutes that we already talked about nothing. Yeah. And then you'll splice it all together and make some sort of sense out of this steaming heap of shit. Sure, our students will listen to it. Intellectual vomitus is what it is. <laughs> intellectual vomitus. I should change the name of the channel. Premature intellectual ejaculations. Who said that? <laughs> you did. I did. <laughs> Just wait until they start using. We start using all of our different voices and all of our different personalities come out. And people are going to be like, "What the hell is that? How many people are in there? <laughs> How many people are at their kitchen table?" Satan. Exactly. One. <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> That'd be funny. Well, we hope you enjoyed this little clip of what is soon to come or get banned on our channel. They might just ban us. They might just like, fuck this. They cuss too much. They're too weird. The, they're, they're too Appalachian. They're weird. They say Appalachian weird because you're supposed to say Appalachian. But if you're from Appalachia, we say Appalachia like we're going to throw this Appalachia. <laughs> That's and we say mayonnaise when we go out to a concert. Ah, mayonnaise, a lot of chicks in here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're borrowing other people's humor. I yes, acknowledge that. Yes, we're not that smart. Please see the bibliography at the end. Cited in American Medical Association style. <laughs> What's that comedian that I just got that joke from? You just steal. Uh, I can't, uh, one was Jeff Foxworthy. Foxworthy, comma, J, period, parenthesis, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, well, if you have any ideas of what you want to hear us bitch about today, please uh, let us know. It's too late. We already did today. Well, tomorrow. Next time. Next time. I don't know if I have this in me every day. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs>